0: But how
1: how fucking rude! Like like and also no, like seems how like some cool, shit would happen dude. to me too.
0: Like right T- in my tell best. Tell everyone! Moment. Tell everyone from the beginning. I think he was literally getting the
1: keys to the Ferrari for winning this tournament, and this dude like with manager in tow like rolls up on pulls up with fucking full armor on. I I never like like I he said armor. I I. I didn't hear samurai like, like I, I just I don't know I'm like my mind went to like modern armor like I, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this guy had on like what was he Dude, doing he's Japanese
0: what kind of armor you think it's gonna be I
1: like that even better you know I'm picturing in there let's with just say
0: it's samurai yeah
1: and his manager and like like he's like I'm the best player in Japan but like, you know hey, you you think you're hot shit like let's fucking go
0: <laughs> that was the exact same time. A child was born. <laughs> Where did that come from?
1: I'm not going to look for that one, this dude. Episode, you got me with crest. You got me with crestfall, and oh I had yeah. to look
0: that up. And I'm I'm actually excited to throw that into the old uh, inventory. Yeah, uh, but after you,
1: you limited the way I could use the word ideal, I had to I had to start <laughs> branching out. <down. laughs> fucked up the whole shift there, my lexicon.
0: Um, speaking of lexicon and, and uh, all that stuff, like uh, with lexicon in the gaming world, mm-hmm. this is going to be an exciting episode, I think, man, because we're kind of going back to the roots of New Wave Gaming Podcast, oh, yeah. and we're going to have a lot of fun, and uh, we're going to be talking about the first demon <laughs> ah. And Chuck what do we mean When we say demon And who do you know of recent times That might use that word That these demons <laughs> That guy's a demon that girl's a demon Watch out for that demon You know the there's first, a bunch of
1: demons here The like I, I think like the two synonyms I could come up with uh, Are the tryhards And sweats And um <laughs> Yeah that's that's kind of what it means to me you know almost someone that's put so much time in into the game that like you just almost makes you want to quit <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And, and the second yeah, part of question has to be Tim the Tap Man. He was talking about, you know, just <laughs> yeah, like, he's basically playing and, and streaming, you know, and, and just every once in a while, especially back in Warzone 1, man, when movement was so <laughs> fucking important, and you'd run into these demons that just, they're <laughs> slide-canceling just all the fuck around you. Like, you can't hit them little fuckers. Like, it's just God so, fuckers, like, dude. you know, and you can watch that fucking video. It's so annoying, dude. Well, and the video was up for everyone. There was that dude that showed us it all how to do it, you know, the guy that showed you how to stand and, and you know, go back and forth behind the cover and, yeah. and
0: do all that Guys, stuff. Guys, in this video, I'm going to show you how to get those, you know, like how to, how to, you know, not suck at Warzone. And then they'll, you know, they'll break it down and everything, but you, you load back in and the demons are still coming for you.
1: Yeah, just to get that <laughs> uh, kind of movement, you know. Damn and tutorials. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, he was the demon, but. Uh, like the original demon,
0: like, you know, I think, um, yeah, Yeah, we're, we're gonna, we're gonna dive into the original, the first demon, but real quick, you, you kind of got me into Tim the Tatman and i love the way, like, you know, I'm just kind of trying to remember the best. I haven't seen his videos in a, in a little bit. Um, but I remember like whenever he'd bring up the, that, that catchphrase that he uses, like. It'd be when he's like facing someone or facing off with someone or he's going after a squad or something. And it'd be like, it's like, oh, this, this guy's a demon. You know, <laughs> it'd, it'd be like a way that he'd reference a player that knew how to play yeah, versus like a noob or something like, you know, because I, I remember him using it in that way yeah what are some of the ways just just what you
1: got to give tim respect for is that he had a sort of a a show like 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 a streamer before any of that shit existed like i think he even did it on vhs like like you you know it's what what you got really bricks when he was just a kid and it's so funny how young he looks and like and, and what ultimately happened is even though he was a great player he he did like have this habit of augering in like like he would parachuting like like about 10, uh, you know, maybe one out of every 20 rounds, he would just fucking hit the ground, you know, (laughs) like until they all started kind of, you know, making it a thing with him. But what what also, like, I think I maybe even kind of came from that is it became more popular for him to to spectate people. Like he would spectate, like he would ultimately get killed by somebody in the game and then then continue to to watch them and spectate them. And, you know, Kinda that's like where. Evaluate their play. You know, like, like yeah. yeah, he's like, you know, this guy's a demon. Like, you know, or, or like, you know, oh God, look at this guy. You know, sometimes it would be over really quickly. Oh, you know? yeah.
0: Like, oh, wrong move. Oh, should've, yeah. yeah Should have checked the corner. Should have peeked. Yeah, yeah and or, and especially oh, like when demon. yeah when he's
1: like you know narrating it like you should be doing this and then what that guy does ultimately works better than you know his shit you know it's like oh well, yeah okay yeah it's like god this guy <laughs> Like you know and especially people that that like i think that they ultimately respect and, and it's good for viewing is like where a guy that's just like constantly going after people he, he just like immediately as soon as there's like a, you know there's nothing going on he whips out the the um um what is that, uh, the, the thing like where you can see the L1 button thing? Um, uh, damn, I'm trying Wait, to think. Wait, you mean to see the map or like when you ping something? When you ping something, like the, that little heartbeat sensor is what I'm trying to think of. I can, Oh, I the heartbeat, think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of that. Yeah, like people that are just constantly like, you know, they'll run a little further and get the heartbeat sensor, but like they're just constantly looking for... Victims, essentially, yeah. you know, where sort of just holding <laughs> yeah, down to a take place. take their souls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, this guy's a demon. <laughs> you know, uh, he's just going well, around the lobby,
0: you know, just getting. <laughs> <laughs> th- those videos are addicting, dude. Like, you can really, like, like if you're into, you know, those first-person shooters and that anxiety rush when you're playing them, yeah. uh, a good YouTube video with a good Warzone streamer uh or, you know, content creator, they're just as, like, You know, you can get, you can fall into those. Like I used to just, I used to just power slam YouTube videos of Warzone trying to, you know, just learn stuff, seeing what the best loadouts were, seeing what the best loot was, um, you know, ways like uh, ways to play the game to be more successful. And it's funny because all of these little caveats, loot, best gear, best, uh, you know, best guns, um, movement knowing the map, all of these caveats, these like elements are all part of what we're going to talk about today when we, uh, when we discuss the first demon, which is a gentleman named Dennis Thresh Fong, the first demon. Um, and I don't know if that's actually not one of his nicknames, but when I, when, when we were discussing what to talk about for this upcoming episode, uh, it was like, Hey, you know, let's, let's talk about the very first pro gamer. And uh, it, uh, I never, like, realized, like, all of these, little th- these elements would come out of this topic. True. Like it, True. Like it, it's like, oh, yeah, let's talk about the first Pro Gamer. And like, it's like, no, man, like, we really, un- we really like, unwrapped the whole, like, thing here. There's a lot to this. There definitely is.
1: I, I think one of the things that, that, that stands out to me is just why is it so important for him to win Like, like, you know, I think that's something that's different between me and him. I love video games and I love to win, but like, I I know there's a point like where, you know, I I think it'd be interesting to hear you talk about like, like they, 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 in some of my research, I I heard like him, like his brother really pushed him a lot. Like having a sibling that also played video games, like pushed
0: him to be good. Yeah. I think that's his brother, Lyle. Lyle. He has two brothers, two younger brothers, Lyle and Bryant. I'm pretty sure. Uh, let me double check. Oh, sorry, Chuck. I just made you smaller, man. Yeah, Lyle <laughs> and Bryant. Yeah. Yeah, him and Lyle went on to do a lot of stuff together, which we can uh, we can get into here in a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so did, is that true for you as well? You think like like uh, having a brother that that's obviously into video games, we we get to play with a
0: good bit. And fuck, dude, that's funny you bring that up. It's extremely relevant because. Uh, I think I mentioned this once way back towards like our first episodes that um there was a phase in my life where gaming wasn't even a thing like I was not gaming mm-hmm. uh and it was really two things my brother and some university buddies from when we were towards our last years of university like having the i think we had an xbox in there in the in the door in our apartment but really uh my brother pepe <laughs> tortilla uh he uh Definitely like, was like, Hey man, you should get a place. Playst- what was it? The PlayStation four. And then we can mm. like connect and do a bunch of online gaming together. And because we live in very far away, distant places, it, it just like, it was like one looks like, yeah, I enjoy gaming. And two, we can stay connected over, uh, you know, just playing online, right. which back in, which back in, uh, in this, this guy's times was a whole different thing, man. That we got to talk about that too. Um, yeah. The special but, head start like, on that. But, yeah. Let's, 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 let's have a lot of fun with this episode. I think anyone uh, that hasn't heard of Thresh, Dennis Thresh Fong, uh, Fong uh, is going to enjoy this one because, uh, I mean, I had never actually myself considered who is the very first pro gamer. And not only is he the first pro gamer, according to the Guinness Book of Records, but we're going we're gonna to unpack this and find out he's actually responsible for s- several different things. That we can, uh, and it's all stuff that influences, yeah, like, yeah. Like, and it's all stuff that today, um, you know, we see all over. It's just like, uh, I don't know what is it, ubiquitous mm-hmm. in gaming and in, in first person shooter game? is that the right word, Chuck? You were fucking with me earlier about words, Todd <laughs> <laughs> it was all uh, crestfallen, you don't know what that means, does it? Oh, <laughs> Why I don't you spell spell look it up, Obok? <laughs> <laughs> you know yep. i feel pretty crestfallen when a demon comes and slide cancels up under me and just you know downs me in Warzone. back in the day i don't think they can do that anymore but um <laughs> but anyways yeah. what was i saying chuck i got excited um you know
1: i i think ultimately un- unpacking uh every everything that, that's involved with this like, like uh you know do we do we uh we want to go ahead and get into that
0: i think well let's 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 Maybe we should do this like a professional podcast, like an approach with structure, or let's just yeah. have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, let us know if you prefer structure or just let's, a couple of yeah. uh, fellow gamers having fun. I feel like the difference between that
1: is, are we going to do the intro or not? <laughs> oh,
0: shit. <laughs> and then are you that. asking me that while but, holding up a beer? But, but, is that, that a beer? No, this is a,
1: a tangerine LaCroix. It's
0: <laughs> a good fucking point. We got to eventually do the intro. Um, welcome, gamers, non-gamers, PvEers, PvPers, and even NPCs, and even all of you demon slayers out there. This is the New Wave Gaming Podcast. I'm Ovox, and I'm Chuck Tomahawk. Yeah, and we are here to serve. Uh, you know, this whole podcast started off, at least in our minds, as like where we would go and explore topics. Like if you actually look at our podcast description, it still says that like we're gonna talk about. All things gaming of the past, uh, all things gaming of uh, of the future, and kind of like how they've connected and evolved over time, while injecting our own experiences. And we haven't really done a proper a proper episode like that in a, in a little bit. I think probably half of the list of podcasts ago, somewhere around episode fourteen <laughs> or fifteen. It's and it's funny because <laughs> it, it definitely showed up in the algo. <laughs> We're fighting the algorithm here, fellow gamers. So if you happen to enjoy this at all, considering it's, I mean, it is the best gaming podcast out there. Amen. Uh, (laughs) Tell them, Chuck. (laughs) Um, Show us some love there on uh, whatever platform you happen to listen on. That'd be super helpful for us. But, um, bathroom, so wall, yeah, we're gonna
1: truck stops, like stuff like that. You know, a lot of truckers,
0: <laughs> <laughs> if you're out there hitting that League of Legends on your mobile, yeah, take taking a, second a and so there the at to truck stop. <laughs> Pop out a grease pen and hit that wall. <laughs> All right, dude, uh, that's about as much new vocabulary as we can take. <laughs> grease pen and hit the wall. I don't even want to know what that means. You mean,
1: like back in the day, we oh, had these overhead projectors, and you had to write on this clear paper with a with a grease pen. Yeah. So, and and see, it's you're thinking it's not. It's so much easier for the truck stop to clean. They just got to come in with some Dawn or something. And <laughs> 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 uh, yes. Yeah. I
0: love I love podcasting with you, man. Um, no, well let's 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 at least start with a little. Uh, something reminiscent of structure and maybe just do the who what when where why kind of approach so we got uh mr dennis thresh fong thresh being his uh gamer tag and short
1: for threshold of pain or yeah, that, threshold, yeah. Of pain.
0: threshold of pain yeah he i guess he wanted to roll with threshold of pain but i guess i don't remember in which one of the i think it must have been of quake i suppose it was but, in a mud um, was it in a mud? Was it even before? It was in a mud. It was one before, of those multi user yeah. dungeons. It was. <laughs> he, had a, he was Which like super fast at typing.
1: And dude. I also heard that it like was but he, he was called that because like he, he basically part of his strategy was to kind of take a lot of damage, like like sort of not put himself in a situation where he could be killed, but you know, kind of maybe repeatedly take damage because of that or something.
0: Yeah, I did it, see that as well. Yeah. And, yeah i saw that as well um anyways yeah we got thresh here badass uh demon and he was born in 1977 so i guess that according to this he should be 46 these days uh born in hong kong hong kong american citizen and he's a uh, well he's and I'm, this is a very general statement here but he's known for being the first professional gamer uh in kind of like the beginning of esports, and he kicked ass at Doom and Quake. Those are really the two games where he uh, dominated. And when I say dominated, Every letter is capitalized, and there's, like, fucking 10 exclamation points at the end. (laughs) (laughs) And if if you look on Wiki, it says, like, that his playing career was 95 to 97. That is 1995 to 1997. Some of you listening might have not even been born until after 2000. So this is, like, you know, this is one full hand before you were born. (laughs) <laughs> this many uh but, Let me get my toes out. <laughs> but i mean that actually caught me off guard because it was only two years and in those two years man i mean i'm sure it was actually more than that but let's just say five years he did a lot he did a lot
1: he did do a lot i I think he had some kind of crazy streak going I I think I saw, like, 1,500 games or something, and then there was, like, a number of tournaments in a row that that he won. Like, like I'm not sure, like, he ever
0: lost. And That's d- – wow, you know, now that I think about it, uh, I, n- I didn't see anything about him losing ever anywhere. In fact, everything that I noticed was not, – not only was he winning, but, like, part of his play style was to – well, I guess this isn't part of his play style, but it was kind of like his mindset more, more uh, rather, because uh, his play style. We're going to we're going to get into that. But his mindset was not only am I going to win this round, this free for all, this tournament, which one of them towards the end will be we'll, a particularly badass tournament, con- especially considering the times. But um, his 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 mindset was complete. Total annihilation, (laughs) like, dude. How do you beat somebody? Like, dude, video game one eight seven murder' <laughs> Just like he murdered murdered gamers man
1: the score like like you the the person he would be playing score is literally in the negative like so <laughs> not only has yeah. he killed them fifteen times they killed themselves
0: <laughs> yeah
1: like uh, one also yeah, like three more from <laughs>
0: falling yeah falling into the lava from frustration like you just got you know aced ten times in a row, you get a little frustrated and you might misstep in game and fall into lava and then that takes you into the negatives and um <laughs> oh, in
1: Imagine. a way like in
0: a way like I, I like this, this was the first guy that would make people fucking lose their minds, you know, like when we're playing like it, it's happened to all of us, let's, let's let's be real. We've all been in a multiplayer game, whether it's first-person shooter or other types of multiplayer games where you'll get the sensation of frustration due to another player's actions in the game. Obviously, this is like the whole point of Warzone and like other first person shooters. Like, you're trying to get, you're trying to kill everyone. That's the whole point. And I've, have you felt that, Chuck? Where you're just like, God damn, fuck. I feel like, I feel like, throw your controller
1: and you I always just assume there's some Asian kid somewhere that could just fuck me <laughs> up. Like. Oh, like, and, like, I mean,
0: you know, like obviously it's Matt, funny that, cause I do like, <laughs> dude, and this is just like, you know, I, when we nailed this topic down and I like typed into Google, like who's the first professional gamer? And it like Dennis Fong, I'm like, I just knew it was going to be an Asian kid. <laughs> and that's a I freaking, mean, dude, it was that's like, props. That's a, yeah. that's a, you know, that's props right no there. No shade that's, whatsoever. Like, it ain't like, going to be like, yeah. you know, uh, William Johnson or something like that. It's, <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. Yeah. this Fong. Okay. Yeah. That checks out. Like, yeah. It makes sense. <laughs> like, oh, we got
0: the right version of me. Yeah, Guinness Book
1: of I, World Records. Yeah, that makes sense. And I just like <laughs> almost picture him like being like semi-vulcan, like like where he just has no like emotions whatsoever. You know how like like I get all worked <laughs> up and throw shit and everything. Like, he's just like even kill as hell, you know. And,
0: yeah, just to dominate in the tournament is only logical. <laughs> yeah, you need to know what your <laughs> opponent is doing
1: at all times, and like, yes,
0: <laughs> you know I'm over there just. <laughs> That's yeah, that and and that's perfect. Caveat. Uh, is that the right word? What I'm no, that's not it. Not Segway. that's not the word I'm looking for. Segway. So you yeah. read my mind, Chuck. Mm. Jeez. yeah, I shouldn't have taken that last word, dude. Um, I couldn't
1: remember heartbeat sensor. <laughs>
0: <I forgot laughs> you mentioned you mentioned <laughs> that. So let's can you tell us a little bit about what his like style was, what his strategy was, how he was doing it? Um, he, I, I think he, cu- he referred to it as that...
1: intuition, like you, you know, just, and, and I want to say like like I I remember I, I played a good bit of Doom and I didn't didn't play Quake or Wolfenstein like kind of in that same series. But as far as like in in relation to like Call of Duty maps today, these are fairly small maps, and yeah, he yeah, essentially had an incredible ability, as I understood it, and even as he self explained to. To see the game from his opponent's eyes, and and be able to visualize what his opponent was seeing. So he wasn't so much relying on movement or aiming, as in in in, as in really good placement. And I think he also memorized exactly how the like the weapons spawned, and had a a sort of walk through that he did, or, or or movement pattern that that put him in the place to to dominate. Like like you know yeah like
0: he. Like he he would put himself in the right place at the right time and make sure that his opponent was always in the wrong place at the wrong at the wrong time.
1: Yeah, and from there it looks incredibly simple. You you know you're just uh, you, you've got oh, yeah that, he's got a pistol and you've got a rocket launcher and you're just like <laughs> you
0: know? yeah with full armor <laughs> yeah 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 because yeah. that's yeah. yeah like if <clears throat> we're gonna talk about some of the tournaments he was in, there's really two main tournaments that he was in that really like uh, that did it for, for Thresh. But, um, yeah, I mean, he'd like just, you know, get the armor, get the rocket launcher and you can see these maps. You can go on and and watch these tournaments. That's what I was going to say. You can, there's like a lightning gun. Yeah. You can go and watch like the, the actual proper tournaments that he was in and, and you can see how he dominated. And at first when you watch it, it's like, you know, it, it takes a second, but you see the pattern, you see what he's doing. And when, you know, if, like he's just making perfect movements to be right where the armor is cuz in um back in like this game quake like it wasn't like you know loot boxes everywhere uh you know um you can buy at the at the buy station you can just buy stuff it was much more bare bones right this is this is back in the 90s mm-hmm. so you basically had all weapon spawns and armor spawns and health spawns that's at least kind of how i remember it working uh, cuz i did i did i did play quake i played doom as well i never played wolfenstein and uh he just knew man he just he, he just run around the map grab that armor grab the rocket launcher ammo take a couple of shots might get the kill might not circle back pick them back up get him again and the other person never had a shot never they never even had the armor you know and then, it and almost, then uh, i've yeah. seen different in that particular one that we were talking about i've seen different ah no i'm not going to mention this yet i'm not going to bring it up yet go ahead
1: chuck sorry no, no, I, I think, yeah, just to ultimately reiterate that, and it seemed like once he got him on the ropes, like he kind of had, uh, and this may be what you're saying that you're, you're not going to mention this shit, but they, they actually called it Thresh ESP, like where he would, he would you know, know what yeah. you're going to do now, you know, and then like ultimately they're in situations where they're just coming around the corner and eating a rocket like the moment <laughs> they turn the
0: corner. You know. Just fucked. <laughs> Just like, and and it makes and it's like God. I get it. I get the frustration. Like, because well, some of his victims were like early day rage scenes, early day rage quits. They didn't, you know. We'll we'll jump. Like I've got some funny ones to mention. I think you heard about him too, but <laughs> like, uh, yeah, you know, well, like he, let's saw, let's he he saw the beginnings of rage, gaming rage, <laughs> yeah. he, and it was his fault. Yeah.
1: Well. Like, like kind of compare this to us playing on Resurgence or something, though. Like, like it, that, that's kind of where my mind went as I heard him kind of describing that play style and t- especially talking about, like, you know, this Thresh ESP and, and Intuition and looking at it from his players, you know, other players, like like what they're seeing and stuff. And I have to say I've thought about that just a little bit, but that's kind of not – like, it's almost like we're, like, point protection. Like, like we, we pick a building and hold it and we we predict that they're going to come up the stairs or through the windows and stuff but as far as like really having an idea at any one time other than listening for footprint or, or you know footsteps or something we're not really and and I don't think it's possible like like in that more battle royale situation where there's multiple teams that you're fighting against
0: yeah it's different it's different and yeah um, it's it's a larger the...
1: scale battle for sure than, than say like a quake you know deathmatch or or free for all you know type gameplay I, you know i would say there it was six people was is the, is the way i remember it um
0: yeah well and there's just so much more stuff all over the maps these days like you and, know you're not you're not all like battling it out for one one rocket launcher spawn right and balancing in the weapons is is, is yeah. better
1: and, yeah. and you know and that,
0: it makes sense because um you know, the the gaming, the competitive gaming esports world is 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 evolved tremendously since threat. You know, there's actually an interview with Thresh where they ask him, like, hey, what do you think of esports in the future? And he's he basically said it's going to happen. It's just uh, let the technology advance, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, let it you know. And and he also said, like, of course, there's a cultural aspect, you know, it needs to become uh, he's he, he described it as I think uh, saying like it needs to be cooler to talk about but you know like and and he was he was partially responsible for opening those paths to to develop you know i mean true and that one tournament man that one i think it was in 1997 uh but i'm still gonna hold that off from you listeners which i want to i want to before diving into like what he competed in i want to read this real quick i just pulled up his uh wiki deal his playing style, it says, in games, Fong is known for his reflexes, intuition, and tactics. Reflexes. Mm. That's something that uh, I think is uh, is something we we can also mention because he's also responsible for some other stuff that listeners. It's gonna blow the listeners' uh, mind. I also I heard this. him
1: say about re- reflexes that if you're relying on your reflexes, reflexes, you fucked up. Y- y- you know that that wasn't his play style. Like as as far as reflexes, like like he he you know, in that podcast specifically said, like, you know, if you're relying on your reflexes, you fucked up,
0: you know. Fair enough. Fair enough. Says, uh, in, uh, well, it says reflexes, intuition, and tactics. Intuition, for sure. We know that. People coined the term Thresh ESP to describe his unnatural knack for knowing exactly what his opponents were doing. In a one-on-one deathmatch, he made it a priority to understand the level and control vital items using timed runs to repeatedly hoard them to, ho- to hoard those items from the opponents, such as the rocket launcher and armor in Quake. So, it's exactly what we were talking about. Yeah. Uh, and in the same little thing, and, and we might as well just bust this out because I think it's so cool. It's like such a cool little historical factoid uh, or tidbit. Uh, I'm not going to be the one to say it's a fact, but uh, it says here that, that Thresh was credited with popularizing the WASD key figuration, or WASD, however you want to call it, uh, now commonly used in PC gaming. That was really cool to read. And then when he also talked about it in his interview, that podcast that we listened to where where, where they interviewed him, um, I've seen it all over the internet as well. That you know, I think it's pretty much unanimously agreed that he is responsible for that key configuration and other gamers copied it and then um carmack from id software like i think in a in a like i think they like redid quake or something they made like a another version of it and he actually made a specific configure uh, key mapping configuration so that gamers could just like set it up that way yeah, <laughs> that's so yeah. cool, man. It's like we've that. all done that. We've all used WASD, of course. Well, and it was funny how he said
1: it was almost out of necessity because it was like the he he got tired of like explaining it to people. He was asked it like by email and text and uh, and and all you know any any way you could communicate with him. He was constantly asked by by people what his what his configuration was and yeah, you know like like to ultimately just put that to bed yeah yeah <laughs> they got and it he, out he, there. Want, he
0: wanted to be able to do that to get that snappy motion you know that it's the same motion that i used to tell you tell you about when i was like no chuck you got to get onto the the keyboard and the piece uh the mouse because then you can it's just faster you get more precision and everything um but anyways, that was so cool, dude. The well and, and
1: it was nice to hear that it was hard for him too. Like like that, you know, when he did switch to the keyboard it was a he really was reluctant to do it and and you know, he knew it was better and still didn't want to do it and, and then ultimately did it and Yeah. You know, had yeah, success. That's,
0: that's cool stuff. Um that's cool stuff. <laughs> it seems like that that, that that's like <laughs> that's like um
1: it's it's not as true today though. Like like the difference, you know, like like when we play Warzone, like like the gap isn't as much and I I've even heard like like there's there's maybe not cross play lobbies as much anymore. Um
0: Yeah, no, I mean it's it's different play styles, you know, different what is it? Different strokes for different folks? Is that, is that the you you you've been saying all the funny new words and catchphrases today, isn't that how it's said? <laughs> um, different strokes for different folks. Different uh, keystrokes. Yeah, different keystrokes for different gamer folk. Um, <sighs> I'm thinking though, like you put like, me that's through that, that there's, hell there's of, amuses, getting, man. of There's aim there's assist. The, there is aim assist on con, on console. Not True. on not on, you know, the mouse. Yeah,
1: if it wasn't better, they wouldn't be putting that in there to make up for it, and.
0: Yeah, I just it's I think it's all good. I've never been one to be like I mean f- for a while I was like, yeah, you know, keyboard and mouse is like 10 times better, but like I still suck ass anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just your average demons. Joe, dude. I'm your average Joe gamer. Like <sighs> I, I you know and uh I had to I had to switch paces. I've been playing uh you know, No Man's Sky and got I got back into the ghost of Tsushima and stuff. I'm thinking about downloading Arc again just to see if it's like not crashing anymore. Um that would be nice. and I still yeah, got I still got Warzone on there. Like if you said, Hey Ovox, I I really want to do a research in studios with you, uh will you know, will you stroke this folk? And um I would stroke <laughs> that folk, you know? I would. I still got it downloaded. Is that a <laughs> yeah okay uh, Why are you it uh, all pink over there blushing? there's lack of oxygen <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> well, we should
1: i we've put too much time into Warzone to just ultimately abandon it i i'm i'm I've been enjoying kind of taking a break from it too, but i I definitely want to go back and um yeah, I'm kinda of letting arc simmer a little bit like like uh. I, I have such a hard time controlling myself around that so.
0: Yeah. Well, <clears throat> what else? Let's I think it's time that we should discuss his uh professional uh what al- what is it? accolades? Yeah. His professional ac- his professional ac- oh. his accomplishments <laughs> in uh in his playing career. Mr. Uh. Thresh was one hell of a competitor, man. In fact, he was uh like I said in the beginning, he'd had that mindset of just fucking just deep panting his competition and fucking them, man, hard. <laughs> just uh, metaphorically speaking, you know. Um, forgive the, the language there, but yeah, he, like... Okay, so... Uh, Fong, let, me, let me read this real quick off the, off the internet here. Fong began playing Doom at the age of 16 in 1993. Late bloomer. You know, ga- I think gaming was different back then. It wasn't so... Uh, all over the place and available, but he started gaming at 16, man. That was a little late. Oh, I think for he ga- did for
1: ga- before then. It, it,
0: it says right here, Fong began playing... Oh, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. He was gaming before then with the Muds. Well, and he, did, right.
1: he did have to watch over his, his... I I felt like he had one older brother and one younger brother, and he was talking about like having to wait his turn, essentially. with He watched his brother, for, older brother for a long time and then ultimately one day said it was... You know his turn to play. Um I, I forget exactly what games he did mention. The muds, but I, I think Wolfenstein. You know, maybe was was before Doom. Yep. Um, yep. And the, and they had like like since his dad wor- worked for Hewlett Packard, they had a LAN network set up in their house with like
0: five different PCs, like before online gaming existed. So, dude, and 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 gaming back then was so difficult compared to now, you know, you had to like, you had to like, you know, connect to the, to the land, have the other person connect. Then you had to like copy paste the command to get the game up and going and then make, it's just like such a process. Like you, you had to know a little bit of it to game back then.
1: Absolutely. And it, and it seems like that kind of launched a, like an actual career, you know, some of the knowledge that they, they picked up from, you know making those local area networks work and also like the first modems like where you had to call you know over the phone and if somebody picked up the phone it knocked it out and like yep. you know like
0: yep he goes he we'll, we'll get to that part uh his business ventures cuz he had a lot in in making that whole world user friendly for gamers he had a lot of influence there but I'm um, uh According to the wiki, dude, it says two younger brothers, but I don't, it's, that it doesn't matter. That doesn't, it doesn't yeah, matter. I, mean, I misunderstood that. Maybe it was his dad. And then again, always- like, you know, after we got that, we got to listen. He has a, there's a podcast episode you can find out there, everyone, if you want to hear a, a full interview from him. It's pretty good. He goes over pretty much everything. But what were we going to, oh yeah, his, uh, his playing career. So he began Doom at the age of 16 and 93. Uh, he first chose the pseudonym "threshold of pain," which referred to the ability to withstand enemy fire and suffering. Uh, as many uh, as many games had an eight-character ID limit, he went on with "quote unquote" thresh and liked the words uh, and liked the words meaning to uh, to strike repeatedly. So that's another like thing. So like threshold mm-hmm. of pain, w- ability to withstand enemy fire, and then to strike repeatedly, Thresh. thresh. Um, <laughs> in ninety-five, he attended a Doom tournament that was sponsored by Microsoft in Seattle. And he went on to defeat Murloc. That's right, uh Ted Murloc Peterson. I love these names, man. <laughs> uh, and he finished uh they call he, me finished first, he finished first place among twenty four competitors from the US and the United Kingdom. So that was kinda like the first uh tournament where it was like, okay. Like the, the gaming community, as it was, now knew of this uh, Thresh and his, uh, his ability. And I remember in that interview that we listened to in, his, in that podcast, he was talking about how there was a huge rivalry between the West Coast and the East Coast. And the mm. East Coast, th- that rivalry really like picked up, I guess, after this. And everyone had heard about Thresh on the West Coast. And Thresh had heard about this guy on the East Coast that went by the name of uh, Entropy, entropy Mm -hmm. entropy and uh, everyone was saying that entropy could whoop his ass but uh didn't turn out that way <laughs> no
1: not um, at all and i think that was partially like hyped up by by uh, you know you had the east coast west coast like rap battles going on at the time oh yeah and dude. <laughs> also right. like they couldn't play each other online because the latency was a problem so so they never got to be on the same servers and and so that's how that would happen it would kind of get hyped up that you know, yeah, there's this one guy out in San Francisco that's good as hell, but he can't, you know, touch our dude. And like, you know, Dang and also, a <laughs> Good thing they didn't have that
0: competition in Vegas. You know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, I think um, you know they end up meeting in the Midwest there, and you know, it's yeah, like, yeah,
0: where did they meet? Uh, it says here, it says Chicago the highlight of his was it in Chicago. Uh, that's that weird. It doesn't. Anyways, it says here, the highlight of his gaming career was the Red Annihilation Tournament. That's the one we're talking about. Red Annihilation, Red Annihilation Tournament that was in 1997. He and Tom Entropy Kimsey emerged from a crowded field to face off in the quake level E1M2, Castle of the Damned, where Thresh defeated Entropy 14 to minus one. <laughs> now, I want to mention real quick, on the interview we heard... Uh, Thresh said that it was 13 to minus one he did and that know. came from the horse's mouth. So, you know, one more, one less. The point is, is he, he really just, he was a demon. <laughs> the first demon. He drugged that
1: dude, man. Like
0: dude, dude. mopped the floor. <laughs> mopped the, he mopped the floor of the castle of the damned with entropy, <sighs> man. Dude. No that, hard feelings. You know what? And with dude, the prize, the grand prize. Oh yeah, tell him, Chuck. Tell him who. Tell him who was there and and what what uh, you know. Uh, what was it the uh, the Carmack guy the the head of id software John Carmack. John, yeah. yeah, he
1: he apparently collected Ferraris, and every time they would release a new game, he would get a Ferrari and not only would he get a Ferrari he'd throw an extra 100 grand to have it taken to this place in Texas and getting it souped up like so <laughs> it wasn't even like you know just your regular Ferrari and and yeah for this particular tournament he 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 put that in one of his Ferraris that has the prize
0: did so second and there's a really cool picture online where you can see uh, thresh in this Ferrari that's like you know the drop top and everything, <laughs> and John, yeah, and John Carmack's just kind of like leaning on it, just like yeah, they're just like they're just hanging out, dude. They're just oh, hanging Jesus. out. It's so cool. They're just oh, it's rad. And um, I forgot to mention one thing because it, it, it going. I don't. I don't mean to backtrack, but going back to that first competition that he played in, uh, in I think. I think it was in 95. Anyways, it was the Microsoft sponsored one, the Judgment Day tournament in 95. The guy that he beat, uh, Murloc, dude, apparently Murloc freaked the fuck out, man. He <laughs> freaking just, about that. He, he, didn't, he didn't rage quit technically because he did finish, like they finished. But apparently, dude, he fucking freaked out, just jumped up, grabbed the keyboard and ripped it out and threw it, kicked the chair and was just, a fuck! <laughs> yeah. And like uh you know and I just I, I didn't want to let this pod end without mentioning that because it's like to me the whole rage thing is is so funny. It's such a funny thing that that us gamers as humans uh express. And I think you know we don't need to deviate and get into like like the mental or anything but it, it i think it's like a sign of something it's like you know just a it little is, tiny yeah. sign of it. and and i've never raged proper but i've definitely like punched my couch really hard you know just absolutely. like
1: absolutely you know I- d-
0: it almost is something
1: I see in him, like like where he basically, it's almost like losing is not an option for him. Like if he's going to, especially like if he's at the level where he's entered some kind of competition, like he's coming expecting to dominate and... <laughs>
0: yeah severely dominate
1: it's not like you know like i feel like if you were talking to me before that tournament i'd be like man i hope i get a good match you know and i hope i get this map and and you know i should be able to do this if i do and you know but it just seemed like he was coming in in there like no
0: questions asked like oh and just with an attitude like of yeah whatever you guys want (laughs) to do let's just let's just get it going let's just start yeah like and, like he, like he had something to do like he's like i need to get this over with and uh you know d- just whoop all your asses and and, and move on um it's almost yeah, like like
1: that that the thresh like like the you know the brand that he has like like i i you know and i know you say you didn't want to get too far but if just like a brief psychological thing it's like that character has a huge ego like and it's just not gonna lose man. and 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 you know, I, I, obviously he, he he seems like a pretty chill dude in real life. You know, like, yeah, I don't I think, think he's I, just walking around dominating, you know, the line at Starbucks and shit. <laughs> like,
0: you no, know, nah, like, 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 like super over, like over, uh, what's, what's the word? Uh, like, just like to a, to an extent that he's rude, I don't think, you know, but just super like, like, uh, a force of like a force. Like a force of, uh, I know what you are saying, and I am, I am short on the words right now. It's not not a good day for me in words. Well, it's kind of
1: like with video games, it, you know, the, you can kind of be an alter ego to some extent, you know, like like we we take this different name and and you know even though like, well,
0: like, know, like in the interview he said, man, he said, I am, I am, he's like, I am not approaching this as a child. I am approaching this as a profession. Like he said, he always like in that interview, he's like, I am, like he very early on realized the 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 business opportunity and what he was doing and he took it all very professionally. I mean, those are that's literally what he said. True. Um, And that's probably, and (laughs) you know, like, so, and I think that played into his like just being calm, uh, wanting to leave no doubt, Mm -hmm. no, no, no room for discussion about who won. Um, like this is my job now. Uh, Yeah. And you know, like, and I, I don't know. There might I might be way off with that, or no. maybe there's something there. Yeah,
1: because he he did talk about like as far as like like responsibilities of of sponsors and and you know things like where he was sort of putting out his his brand out there. Like like he took it very seriously, and and yeah. like a lot of us, I think myself included, like like it seemed like he was he he had a tough dad. Like like his dad I was, was just kinda, gonna say, dude, yeah, like, was super this, hard this on it, him.
0: He said this himself. Like my parents are Asian. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like you know, that's they, not see, me. they talk it's about the tiger that. moms. Is like he had a tiger <laughs> yeah, mom and dad, and like his dad was
1: wanting him to, you know, maybe have like a a job. At, like, like I think his dad worked at HP. He wanted him to be like a an engineer, like you know, solid dude at a solid respected company. And, and yeah. he's wanting to make a living playing video games. And you know, so I I I could see how you know that drove him to. You know, just like you're saying, like like his professionalism needed to show everywhere.
0: Like, well, and he had like a bone to pick. Yeah, it pops. Not a bone, but like chip uh, on his
1: shoulder. Like,
0: yeah, because like the youngest brother uh, Bryant did do the 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 tech, the, the yeah. computer tech path and like got a job with Microsoft Google, or something yeah. like that or Google Google Beth, rather I think yeah 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 and like and he was talking about how. Whenever he'd like go home to see the family, his dad would always be like, Hey, you know, did you hear about Brian? You got a raise at the job. Yeah, like very happy, very proud of him. He's like, And then, and then Thresh would be like, Oh, and he, he," and his dad would be like, Sorry, going back. His dad'd be like, Oh, and he met Bill Gates, blah, blah, blah. And (laughs) And then Thresh would be like, Dad, I did an opening. Fucking piece for Bill Gates, yeah, like, like been the there, done teacher. that. Yeah, yeah keynote <laughs> piece or
1: something. Yeah, yeah. hey, come on, fuck, <laughs> dude. That, that uh, I, Oh, that's so many interactions with my father, man. I, I think they always see you as a kid, like no matter what, and and oh, that's so frustrating sometimes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it was interesting well, to
1: hear him kind of go through that, and I I think, like it it sounded like he got a double dose of it, like like because oh man. Yeah, because how could you deny, it? like, this worked out for him, like, big time. <laughs>
0: Dude, like, you know, he, he, I guess, while being a professional gamer, he, he, well, hold on, but before we get to that, we got to finish the 1997 tournament thing. We haven't unpacked everything that happened at that little uh, shindig. So, <laughs> so he beats Entropy, and uh, he's sitting, there's a picture of this, he's sitting in the car, the Ferrari that he just won, it blew his mind. And it's funny, because he mentions it while he was there playing against Entropy, he could see the reflection of the Ferrari in his, in his screen. <sighs> and when he realized that, like, that was it, he'd won that thing, at the end, he said that he was just kind of like, I fucking want to, you know, just, I, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <Nervous>. <laughs> whoa, I'm 17, whoa. You know? Yeah. Or, or... 19, I think. 19, he was 19, that's right. Uh, because there were some people saying that he didn't even know how to drive, but he did. He just didn't know how to drive stick. right. <laughs> Yeah, and and he when he's sitting in the car, I guess, uh, and I know you heard this, but like John Carmack from ID Software, you know, um, which again, if you don't recognize that name, John Carmack, together with uh, John Romero, John Romero, yeah, uh, they created ID Software and they created Doom and Wolfenstein and Quake and Quake Two and all this stuff. So, um, anyways, so John Carmack walks up and he's like how are you going to get this thing back to California? <laughs> and the demon's response was, I have no idea. <laughs> and according to according to to Thresh, he said that John told him to wait there for a little bit and he came back with like $5,000 so that it could get him like insurance and a way to get that vehicle back to California.
1: Yeah, because yeah, I think even if he w- was able to drive a stick, it wouldn't be practical to drive that car to California for, I think that we're in Atlanta and like, yeah, there's no like,
0: yep. Yeah. yeah. There's just, there's so much going against him to get that car back. Like there's, (laughs) there's a lot going on there that you can, you know. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah. And just the irony of like, like that, that probably like, like subconsciously in my mind, like that nervous feeling he got was what it's like to own something like that. Yeah. It's just like,
0: yeah, it's really awesome, but it's like, you oh, know, fuck. how much of, is this, act, and he actually did say in his interview that, you know, he had the car, uh, you know, more than a little over 10 years, he said, but that at the end of the day, it was more of like a, a pain in the ass yeah. than like, than yeah. like a pleasure. Like he ended up parking it in one of their business lobbies. Yeah. His Dude, there's dad one immediately th- encouraged him yeah. to sell it and like, <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Because his dad had sense enough to know. It's like, you know, I think he ended up having to ship that thing to Texas to get it like the old changed and shit like that. So, every time. <sighs> yeah.
0: yeah what a pain but, dude, there's, there's one more thing about this tournament I think we need to cover before oh, moving on dude, to his dude, professional life, dude. Tell everyone, please, man. <laughs> the just random mystery dude that showed up from <laughs> yeah, Japan dude, and in fucking armor, full samurai <laughs> armor. Samurai <laughs>
1: armor? <laughs> and like called him out,
0: like freaking like old west style, yeah. Mr. Trash. <laughs> <laughs> I challenge you to a duel, prepare yourself.
1: <laughs> well totally, with worldwide totally. servers, like we've lost this, but you can imagine almost like that East Coast West Coast thing. It's like, you know, that guy like he's yeah, he's been in this little microcosm in Japan or or whatever and like he's busted out. It's like, oh you think you just won a Ferrari? Like, but how, how fucking rude like like and also <laughs> no, like seems like some cool, shit would happen dude. to me
0: too, like right T- in my Tell best everyone, mo- tell everyone from the beginning. I think he was literally know what getting about. the
1: keys to the Ferrari for winning this tournament and this dude Dude, like with manager in tow like rolls up on pulls up with fucking full armor on i i never like, like i he said armor i i I didn't hear samurai like, like I, I just, I don't know, I'm like my mind went to, like, modern armor, like, I, I don't know what the <laughs> fuck this guy had on, like, what was he doing? Dude, he's Japanese,
0: what kind of armor you think it's going to be?
1: I like that even better, you know, I'm picturing just, him just, there just, with Let's those, just say
0: it's Samurai. Yeah,
1: and his manager, and like, like he's like, I'm the best player in Japan, like, you know, you, you think you're hot I, shit, like, let's fucking go. And, and like, I, I also think, like, I would be like, you know, dude, I just won a Ferrari, like, you know, I don't have to prove shit to anybody like pound sand, like back to Japan. But no, like <laughs> dude, I can like, was like loaded up, run it back. Let's <laughs> click <laughs> that button. <laughs> remember back it then it the PCs had a fat button. You got to turn on a- armored ass. I think he beat oh. him 70 to like minus something. Minus, I think he said like minus 13 or something double digit minus like like he was like oh let's play on the lava map then like they're fucking best in japan that should be no problem for you and yeah
0: like- konichiwa motherfucker <laughs> oh and sayonara no dude. that's I, I mean that's just so in the moment i could see it being like straight like because he did say thresh said he's like yeah so this guy came out and he just fucking challenged me and i turned and i looked at my brother lyle and i was like all right. Let's fucking go. <laughs> and they like that's that's what he said. That's from the horse's mouth. But you know like I I can only imagine that today he must look back on that and just be like how cool was that? You know, how- dude, it's kind of like a karate kid type thing. You see it in an old 80s 90s yeah. movie as a young kid, you know, that that ultimate ch- like and then you know what I mean, like. <laughs> well, and, and you're also there, you've, like, you've, you're on the pinnacle of of, uh, of success as a young 19 year old man, and you're in a Ferrari, and you've got John Carmack right you right over your left shoulder here, and then all of a sudden, yeah, you're getting the keys, and uh, and I, the only reason I said samurai armor is because uh, it was on it was in the title of that podcast. Makes total
1: sense. Makes total sense. Yeah, and that
0: doesn't mean it's true. Oh, it's in the title of a podcast. I it did, must be did true. not read that. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But anyways, let's all, game, fellow gamers, let's all just visualize that you're standing there and you've just won a, an amazing competition for kicking ass at your favorite FPS game. Let's just say it might happen to be Warzone or something. And then, you you know, you're winning and then someone comes out, you know, I'm, we're going to use a different example here, but let's just say someone came out like in full military, like armed gear and like just totally like with their manager next to him and said, hey, I am the number one from, you know, wherever. That'd be so crazy, and just like, and in front of everyone, you know, full crowd, full, everyone's watching, full crowd. You're on the, you're on TV, pictures are being taken. I challenge you. It'd be like a whole like anime episode type of thing, you know, Ching, ping, ping, like stars appear and everything. I, I, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah like a hundred percent. Like
1: the whole thing, like, like like let's not like minimalize the guy from Japan. Like imagine his story. Like you know he was. <laughs> He was in Japan, like fucking on the phone with his manager. Apparently, like, yeah, we like, have to fly to the armor. United States. <laughs> it's like, oh, there's a tournament in Atlanta. <laughs> <And> like, <gasps> yeah, like, like, yeah, like he went on that mission. Like, like it's a long fucking way to Atlanta from Japan.
0: Like, dude. <laughs> I'm about to fly to Japan soon, and it's fucking far, brother. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah, thankfully dude, it's a one way exciting. it's a one way deal for for me. But, um, dude, you need to make it your mission to find this guy when you're in Japan. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, now now forty seven years old. How'd that women <laughs> Hey man. Hey, tell me about this.
1: What, what were you thinking? That's when you pull out the crestfallen. I too. did it like for honor. For the-
0: <laughs> were you just totally crestfallen when he moved your uh, <laughs> 70 to minus 13? He emerged in his broken armor quite crestfallen. <laughs> Thanks for teaching me that word, man. I'm going to use the shit out of that word this weekend. Boom. Dude, did it sounds Chargers like a gamer word. Like, oh, uh, you're Have cut. you visited Crestfallen. <laughs> it's on the west side of the map Uh, dude that's dope well let me me look where where are we at here with this dude we're already at 54 minutes and we haven't even uh, we haven't talked much about his business ventures but you know we don't need to we don't need to really unpack his business ventures you know this is a gaming podcast and uh Dude, we wanted to talk deep about the dive demon
1: competition i want to know <laughs> like i've got a fact a little known fact i bet about jeremy w-
0: oh, we're not done yet i'm not i'm not i'm not cutting us off here i'm just saying we need to be mindful of the ticker yeah. i got you yeah i'm with you
1: but did you know like no bullshit uh, the, there used to be this this uh basketball player in the n b a that played for the knicks named Jeremy Lynn, and at like one point like he he like had this super run they called it Lynn sanity, like where he just like hit all these three pointers in a row, like just came off the bench like dominating and that is Dennis Fonk's cousin,
0: oh no shit, yeah, no shit no, no i i mean i I didn't know any of that, but I'm gonna act very surprised right now say, <laughs> no shit. Did nice. you know that they did you know that they called uh Thresh, they also called him the, the Michael Jordan of uh V Sports? Did, did you know I that?
1: I oh, that. that got my attention right away. <laughs> did you know that there's a character ma- that made after him in League of Legends? Oh <laughs>
0: <laughs> I did. Did you know that not only did they have a character for him, but he is the only one that uses it and actually has that uh like uh the ga- the, like the, 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 the Thresh the gamer tag? Gamer tag? Mm. Dang. Yeah, watch me take off my finger <laughs>
1: this is a magical moment there wow I,
0: I, let me take that back because i've never played league of legends i i don't know if like anyone can use the character thresh but there is a league of legends uh you know character that's called thresh and but he he because he said this in that interview he's the only one that can use the gamer tag thresh in the game so. i
1: also saw something there's like a boss named zero like x-a-r-e-o in the the quake games yeah. that that's like ba that like uses yeah, his play style or something. yeah like
0: it, it, yeah i heard about that as well i heard about that as well um Fuck, this has been a fun episode, man. I hope everyone enjoys this one, but uh, we still got... I mean, we got to mention at least, you know, his... like where is yeah. he now? I have no fucking idea where he is now. Um, Dude, I think boy, he is an advisor for com Inc. And also, uh, I don't know if he's still... Uh, no, no, he's not. But look... He he did a lot while he was towards I think towards the end of his professional gaming gaming thing proper. He started like some businesses. Um he definitely started a yeah. business with his brother Lyle. It was called GX Media. GX I, Media.
1: I think they had something called gamers.com where he sort of like like offered advice and, and stuff like that, like like basically capitalizing on his fame of as thrash. It sounded like it was kind of like, as I understood, their first venture. And then, like, a lot of things from there kind of came out of just necessity, like like issues that he ran into in the game. You know, I, I think they, they were kind of wanting to message back and forth with each other and were having to tab out of the, the, the game and, and, you know. Which send would, like, shut
0: it down and crash the whole thing. And then you have yeah. to, yeah, fuck,
1: it. So he created something, I think, called X-Fire, which was sort of like instant messaging inside the game. And, like, you know, you think about how much we do that shit today, like, when we're you know like playing arc you're always like like you know hit what is it l1 like in the pad in the middle there and you pop up the you know there's two or three different chats like we've got tribe chat we've got freaking global chat like yeah
0: tribe chat global chat uh chit chat uh Kit Kat (laughs) and uh uh what's the other one Ally chat um the PlayStation chat uh uh Chattanooga no, that's a different thing. Um, that's a place. Uh, you've been there. Um, no, that's right. Bro. That's where all that chatting goes down. <laughs> but, but I mean, yeah. In in a nutshell, to describe his 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 business career, uh, not not so much the gaming one, but the business side of it was he, yeah, like he'd identify things that like were just stressful, where he would like want a better solution to make the gaming experience smoother, easier user-friendly, so on and so forth. And they'd they'd invent technology and patent technology around those things. Like the two main ones that come to my mind are the chat. And then he also said something that caught my attention in the interview where he talked about like one-click gameplay or one-click and in. And basically what my understanding was is he was just trying to create something where you didn't have to go through all the fucking hubbub to get playing with your bros, dude.
1: Dude, how often do you send me an invite when we're trying to play something in PS Five and like it just like joins, like yeah, pop we're just in.
0: Yeah, one click, we're together. You know, and you hit play, and it starts finding the servers and everything. It just does it all automatically. Like, you know, we have it so easy today. It's interesting. And that's too, something like it's one of the reasons I'm glad that I did get to experience gaming of of before because it, I I experienced that like I had a big ass old chunky pc you know the family did and i'd use it when it was when i had an opportunity to and you know just installing a game back then was a fucking like pain in the ass man and then you you didn't you know if you were installing it that didn't necessarily mean it was gonna work you know you still had to like (laughs) figure out how to like get that exe file going you know i mean it was so painful and now like you just click the playstation button we're going
1: yeah, yeah, it, it is like we, we've remarked before just how freaking awesome it is. How much that shit works. It does fail us sometimes. Like, like you know, we yeah. do get kicked occasionally. But man, it fucking yeah, I mean, works. It,
0: um, did did you gonna, hear something I'm,
1: about sorry. like where they 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 made like a? It was almost like this ultimate arena thing. Like like where you actually played matches for money.
0: Yep, and I did they, hear about that. That and it I, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead.
1: That sounded super interesting to me, and and it was interesting how it failed, like like you know that that people people were bullshitting. Well, and and people would be convinced that people were cheating. It sounded like 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 you know, and and it almost seemed like like. That the the skill gap between like just Joe Blow that was like, oh, I want to play a match and see if I can win some money versus the people that were like professional gamers like him, they literally had to put like a warning that was like, you know, do not lose your money. Like, I think they even gave them some money and was like, don't play these people, like, you will lose your money. And, like, you know, they'd come into it and then, like, get beat so badly, 70 to minus 13, and and then claim that the other player was cheating and they'd been cheated out of their money. And, like...
0: That led (laughs) to a lot of things. To me, it sounds like it... it, One, it may have led to, like... That may have been a precursor to, like cheat committees and like cheat review boards and like cheat just cheat review in general and all of these cheat programs that exist today to prevent cheating Mm -hmm. that was kind of a precursor to that they did create like a committee he mentioned he did um and the other thing is uh, that's funny is uh was what yeah i mean yeah they did put out like huge glaring flashing (laughs) underscored a bold letter warnings to these people and they incremented a level system like, Hey man, this guy's a level 30 and you're a level two. You're going to lose your, you will lose money. <laughs> like w- warnings to like, which is counterintuitive. If you're a business trying to make money, you you want to attract people and, and you know, however that works. But they like, it was so bad that they had to, yeah. And eventually it failed because people's skill levels were not authentic. And the skill gap that you mentioned was so huge that it just, it was, bound for, it was bound to not work. Yeah. To mention, just to not be uh, you know, remiss, but like just to mention some of the companies that he went on to create and sell to make millions and millions of dollars. Uh, yeah, he created GX Media with his little brother, Lyle, which was uh, yeah, related with gamers.com. They created Fire Squad, Lithium Technologies. Uh, he was the CEO and Lyle was the chief technical officer. They they grew up to 100 employees. And dude, that was when he was 21. <laughs> Can you imagine being 21, dude, and having all of these companies and 100 employees? No, I could not. Right?
1: Dude, I think no. I, was, I was managing a beer keg or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> a keg stand. Yeah. <laughs> Working on those talents, skills yeah, and yeah, abilities.
0: Like, um Fuck. you know, he he was a editor and and he for the firing squad he wrote monthly columns in the popular pc gamer magazine he co-authored the official quick Two strategy guide uh you know he uh he created a social crm platform that uh that that like they had tons of clients including at&t playstation verizon comcast best buy just a very successful business person uh as well and um, and then yeah, the X-Fire thing—that instant messaging client for online gaming—that uh, was purchased by Viacom for 102 million smackaroos, man. That's Jeez. real dollars. We're not talking about cod points. I I craziness. Uh, he founded Raptor, which was a social network uh, related uh, and relate. Sorry, I'm stumbling. It was a social network. He created that. Sound like almost um, like a
1: precursor to Discord. Um,
0: yeah, yeah, yes, like a pr- yeah. yeah, Discord before Discord in yeah. a way, a shape or a form of sorts. I mean, and that's that's the Guinness first Guinness book of world record holder. Like you can't first professional gamer in the yep in the Guinness dude, book. I would
1: have that tattooed on my forehead if I was that That'd on the like, forehead. Yeah. <laughs> that's where you put that. For, for, I I'd probably think it through a little bit first, but I, yeah. you know, maybe consult you or something. <laughs>
0: I'd I'd probably run that right on the left the inner part of the left ass ass cheek right mm. in the crack so that it's kind of a surprise you know when they're getting <laughs> someone's getting down in there and they separate the cheeks and oh no shit no yes shit <laughs> <laughs> that was gross what a wonderful way to end the pod forget I'm a world record
1: holder <laughs> oh, man. let me show you my ass yeah
0: <laughs> no that's uh, I mean that's that's the first demon, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first
1: demon. He's got probably years to go, but life well lived, like you know.
0: (laughs) Dude, he's only (laughs) forty-six. Hats off to him. Yeah, fucking hats off. Yeah, he's forty-six.
1: Because did you find? I did not find one single bad thing said about this man in in all of my research. Like, or never saw him come unhinged, or you know, be on the. Yeah, anything I mean, I'm less sure, than professional.
0: For, yeah, on his part that's all I that's all I've gathered. Uh I'm sure he has haters, everyone does. Um I hope we get haters someday. If we get haters someday, check that means we're doing good here with the pod. Oh, Hell, yeah. Dude, maybe the Demon, maybe the first Demon will be on on the New Wave Gaming podcast someday in the future, dude. Wouldn't that be sick?
1: We can only ask and see.
0: Thresh, dude, if you're hearing this, brother, we'd love you uh we <laughs> that sounded kind of gay we love you we'd love you we do love you and we'd love we to have to you on you. the podcast we'd
1: like the eiffel tower yeah.
0: no homo lots of love um he's never gonna want to come yeah. on the podcast now if he ever hears this oh, that man. came out the wrong way <laughs> <laughs> no nah, man we love you um y- uh fuck man just uh it's so cool because uh Nowadays it's just it, it, we're so used to it. And back then it was such it was like I'm backtracking again a bit but it kind of reminds me of like the dogtown days with skateboarding. You know they yeah. they didn't they didn't know what they were stumbling they didn't know what was happening it was the just happening and, first and, and shooters, they were yeah. and they were the best, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like Tony Alva was the best. Mm-hmm. Adams, you know and like we got Dennis Fong here he's the uh, thresh he's the best yeah and yeah you know he's got a squad i think his squad was the death squad that was the name of his gaming squad and they were all badass you know but he was the best and this thing was just growing so that's it's so cool so cool
1: very cool yeah yeah i mean he's kind of making the case for gaming being cool like like you know i mean life well lived and and he made it pay off like like you know, I think that's crossed my mind a number of times. Like, like you know, when we look at the hours we're putting into these things, and it it, it did. Like, like did you hear the part like where you talked about like playing World of Warfare, like like kind of getting into that at one point, and how World, he was World really, of Warcraft. Well, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, World of Warcraft, where he was like um, kind of hesitant to start it because like like it just seemed like if he's going to play a game, he wants to be the best, and and he wants
0: to be able to dominate everyone.
1: Yeah, and and in games like that that require, he's like,
0: I don't want to have to grind like that. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> brother, that means we'll never be playing Ark together.
1: Yeah, because I, I would say that's probably our best chance of meeting him is in a video game somewhere. And it just it sounds like like he doesn't, he's not going for that. And it's also why I'm reluctant to start a new playthrough. Dude, just if we yet. ever
0: meet him, it's going to be in a first person shooter. And if it's ever if we ever meet him, it's going to be because he's just fucking, you know, just. Dis- Reaping our souls. <laughs> <laughs> brrah, brrah, brrah. Fuck, I'm God, done. That I'm out.
1: <laughs> I love the verbiage he used about. talking He was like giving people a spanking and all the shit he was saying about beating people. It wasn't. I can like,
0: say that, dude. He's a very confident speaker. He like he has yeah, no. He, like he doesn't slapped back. him around
1: a little bit and his friends, yeah. and, and then. <laughs>
0: yeah like he there's no uh he's not bashful
1: <laughs> yeah he was even talking crap about beating up on his little kid in a video game <laughs> he's got like a 10 year old apparently he's like 10 year old got a little too mouthy there one too familiar hey, one day hey, he hey. to, like, <laughs> keep your place boy had to slap yeah. him around in there in the games so. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah it's interesting awesome well i mean that, that's all i've got this is uh this is been an episode on the first demon, Dennis yeah. Thresh Fong. I mean, I don't know if anyone else has ever referred to him as the first demon, but I feel like we kind of coined that. We probably didn't, but let's let's pretend that we did. I'm gonna na- we're going to name the episode the first demon. <laughs> Dude, do you want to like do it. some gaming? Um, maybe not later necessarily, but maybe later on?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I got to catch a nap and, and watching a football game here.
0: Not too long from now, but yeah, if I, maybe before the football game all right well fellow gamers go get some gaming in we hope you enjoyed this one um you can find us all over the social media uh by typing in that little at symbol nwg podcast facebook instagram TikTok, fucking youtube we're out there and if you want to give us a rating and review that'd be super helpful for that pinche algorithm that's right. Pinche—that's how, how you say fuck in Spanish. That pinche algorithm way. <laughs> <laughs> <That's> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, don't misbehave. Happy Saturday, uh, Chuck. I'll talk to yeah. you later, man. Peace. Peace.